Welcome to the Ken Hill Podcast. Once again, yep, I appreciate everyone taking the time to tune in. And before we jump into uh, the topic for this podcast, and, and trust me, we're going to get we're going to get into it. I want to take a minute or two and chat about sort of how this pot this particular podcast uh, topic has uh, has come up. And this one, you're probably going to hear a little bit more emotion uh, with me in this one because. I've been involved with a lot of stuff uh, the last month or so, and a lot of it isn't hasn't hasn't been positive um, with our sport. Meaning, uh, I've been involved with some of our uh, racing clubs on why our crashing is going up, why we're having issues in our sport. Same thing with our track days, why we're having more red flags in our track days, and you know why are some of those reasons? You're going to detect a little bit of frustration in my voice when it comes to this, because having ridden at a bunch of track days this, this last month and seeing the quality of riding, as well as having been on multiple race weekends where the racing hasn't basically hasn't gotten through almost an entire day without a race being red flagged, that part of it is, is, is disheartening for me. When I'm working at some of these track days or I'm working at some of these, these Moto America weekends, it's frustrating for me to see where some of the training or where some of the information is going in our sport right now. And this is one of the crazy things about, you know, we've got this, this free, this free economy called the internet that allows us to have all this information out there. And, you know, the, my methodology and and, and where my training comes from is, yeah, it's, it's the culmination of 20 some odd years of, of, of training riders. And, you know, we know what works and, and we know what does not work. Having to field questions or having to field lines of thinking that I see as so wrong and so far out in left field does get a little bit frustrating. It, it's, it's funny, the simplicity of what we're going to talk about today uh, has really come um, home and uh, has been super apparent in just the last months with, with two, with two particular examples. I'm going to give you those examples. Now, the first one is with uh, JD beach, JD beach, you know, is multi multi time 600 CC champion here in the U S and, uh, this year is, is doing double duty on, on flat track as well as a super bike. JD went to go test at, um, at Bud Willow not that long ago, just over a month or two ago. And, uh, you know, still getting used to the super bike. And so, you know, before, before days that he's testing, we're communicating and, and chatting about it. And so he says, uh, you know, okay, what, you know, what am I working on? You know, they have some stuff on the bike they're working on, but what am I working on? So with JD, we, we said, okay, JD, you know what, let's, let's make sure we're getting back to square one, right? With our fundamentals and let's your initial laps. And I'm not going to get into, you know, what his particular triggers are or, or why, but let's let's make sure that you know we're using the track correctly on your opening set. So your opening laps, we're going to go a tick slower to work on our precision at, at the beginning, and uh, let's 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 see what happens. And basically, I got a text later on that morning that says I did my first session and ended up as fast as I ended my last time here on the superbike. Um, I ended up being just as quick as, as I was before in the opening laps because I basically didn't rush. 
had the bike in the right place and had, had very good bike placement. You know, that routine, that routine for him was then the trigger for everything else that day to go well. Same thing with another rider that we have, a rider on our Rick team, Hayden Gillum. Hayden, obviously, super, super quick. And the more that we build Hayden's routine, more we build his routine of, of what he does in his opening laps and the feeling that he gets from those opening laps sets the stage for the rest of his day. Because if we get into a situation where with him, if he's either rushing the entry, has fades into the corners, ends up with weight on his arms, I, we spend basically the next day and a half erasing that feeling and erasing, you know, erasing what, what he was struggling with instead of being in a proactive state. So this podcast is about routines and what, what is a routine? Why do they matter? And, and how you can put your routine together uh, on the track. So as we get into this, let's define a routine, right? A routine is a set of fixed actions that you, that you follow regularly. So why do we do this? Because it removes or limits variables. It, it allows you to focus on what really matters. And when you, when you look at how you develop a routine, they're developed from trial and error, and they naturally prioritize the order of importance. So when you get up in the morning, you have a routine. Go to bed at night, you have a routine. Go to work, you have a routine. You load your trailer or truck, you have a routine. So think about it. Why are you doing this? Because it takes all the things that are important and you focus on those and things that aren't important, you don't think about. And again, when, you, when you're developing a routine, the order of the routine it, it, it literally organically happens based on order of importance. There's a really hidden factor in here, which even though you're doing it and you're doing it when you're establishing these routines and when you're doing these routines every day, this is the fact, this is, this is the hidden gem in here that we don't spend enough time with. And the hidden factor is having a routine allows you to identify issues more quickly. You, you, you end up with report cards. They organically form so you can identify when something is right or not right. When something's not right, it automatically sticks out like a sore thumb, right? It's like this gigantic, no pun intended, waving red flag. This is why you know, we, we put routines together in our life. But the, the thing that I'm finding on track is we don't build a routine when we get on our motorcycle. You might, you might have a routine when you get to your, put your, put to, your pit together. You've got your routine, getting your bike ready, take it off stands, go for a street ride. But when we ride, when we ride, we don't have a routine. Instead, we're focused on doing something great. We're focused on whatever our best lap time is and how quickly can I get down to my best lap time. We don't realize all the things that happen to get down to, of course, that lap time or whatever the, the outside factors are um, that may pre be preventing you at that moment from, from that lap time, whether it's conditions, um, you know, weather, tires, grip, blah, 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 all those, all those different things. So we wanna put ourselves in a position to be great, but think about that. 
Before you can be great, you have to be good. How do you get good? By doing something over and over again and putting your reps in. Because it goes back to what we said, right? It is what is the hidden factor in that? Because it allows you to identify these issues more quickly and also more pointedly, right? Because if you're trying to do, it, it's, the, it's the saying of, um, you know, you're trying to do 100 things an inch deep. Well, we're, what we're trying to do things here is we're trying to do, you know, a couple of things, you know, 10 feet deep. And I know it's tough because it, it's, it's, you know, trying to do the same thing over and over again isn't really sexy. Everybody wants to do, you know, the fun things that are, you know, the, the new things that are you know, supposedly fun and they're super refreshing. And yeah, what isn't sexy is doing the same thing over and over again, but you're doing it deliberately so you can make it better and make it more precise. So let's, let's, let's take you through it. Let's build your routine. Let's put together your routine on your bike and let's get your, let's get your system going. I'll start off with, with talking about this routine. And when I ride, whether it's, um, whether I'm doing two up rides, whether I'm riding for myself, though I don't get to do much of that anymore. I, though it is fun to be able to go, to go run, run some laps and work on my stuff as well. You know, the, my routine happens in about a lap, maybe two laps, depending on what's going on or if I'm riding an unfamiliar bike or whatever it is. But this is something that as you develop your routine, you're going to spend maybe a single day working on these things. You know, it, 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 it's funny. Again, I'll, I'll sidebar with this with a story with Hayden. One of the things that working on with Hayden is some specific body position um, timing and body position issues that turn in. And here's Hayden Gillum, obviously incredibly fast, 600 rider, um, very competent also, you know, obviously on a 1,000cc bike. And we had him working on one thing at a set of our Rick days, one thing for three days. And we didn't let his lap timer be his report card. You know, so, you know, going and riding, yeah, a lap timer absolutely is a report card of how you're doing but it wasn't the report card that I wanted him to work on. He got a lap timer at, the, at basically the last two hours of the third day, we let him have a lap timer because I wanted his report cards to be something that he could feel subjectively on the bike and be able to say, how am I doing? How am I doing? This is, this is the report card feeling I want. And if I get those things right, well, of course, then the lap time will come. So you have to put your reps in. You want to get great, you've got to be good first. So you have to put those reps in. I know people don't want to hear that. They want you know, the silver bullets and they want it. For instance, you know, when, when we talk about braking, it's like, well, Ken, how did you develop your, your talk on brake timing and brake pressure and your brake graph? Mm, took me about two years of working on my braking to make that happen. So yeah, you want to, you want to be great, let's, let's work on good. So. There is a caveat to this, however. You're not going to be able to do this alone. You aren't going to be able to recognize what you need or when you need it to be able to build that routine, to be able to, to build your plan. A J.D. Beach or Hayden Gillum, yeah, they know a lot about this sport, but they're not going to be able to recognize those intricate little things that are going to get them their next steps. They're not going to be able to build their plan or their routine. Instead, 
they, they need somebody, and in this case, I'm the one who's going to be able to look at that for them and say, hey, look, we're going to spend this time working on whatever it is, our breaking or our body or our eyes or, or mapping out, sitting down with a piece of paper and mapping out those reference points. So let's, let's continue to think about those next steps for yourself with professional objective coaching. You're not going to be able to get this by watching YouTube videos. So routines on your motorcycle. You know what it is? This is, this is what the order of the sport is all about. So when you're going to go ride, the first routine that you're going to look at is your bike placement. Bike placement. So when you go and ride, it's let's make sure you're putting the bike in the right place at the right time. Let's identify what exit direction looks like. Let's identify what, where the bike is on the entry so you can have a better exit. So the first part of your routine is your bike placement. It all starts there because, again, that is our goal. Second one, vision and focus. Specifically with vision and focus is your reference points. And let's make sure we're establishing our reference points. We're going to do a quick, a quick one on that is what are the five reference points? Your exit apex, your entry apex, your slow point of the corner, or where you're releasing the brake, your turn-in point, and then where you apply the brakes. So there's a routine for you. Do you have established reference points? If you're struggling in a section of the track, guess what? You don't have a reference point. You, you, don't, you haven't identified where you're at or what you should be doing at that point. And remember now, if our eyes are engaged, our technique is engaged. So if you don't have a reference, you don't have a technique to apply it to. So. Bike placements first. Let's get our vision and focus and our reference point second. Let's make sure that's our routine. We're establishing that. Third one, motor controls. It starts with my first 5% of brakes and my last 5% of brakes. So I'm starting with my motor controls. I'm making sure that I'm not going to go out there and rush and just grab the brakes or let the brake off. I'm trying to establish my initial brake pressure so I can have good end of braking as well as my slow point. So motor controls the first 5% so you can have a good last 5% so you can have a good slow point. So the third routine we're looking at is our motor controls. And this one goes right into the fourth one which is our brake adjustability. My routine is I want to start adjusting my brake pressure for the given corner. So if it's a corner that requires really good straight up and down braking, I'm going to start applying really good straight up and down braking. I'm just not going to throw my brain out and, oh yeah, I'm going to have really good straight up and down braking everywhere because maybe that's not what the corner has. Or, oh, hey gosh, I'm just going to have really light and long brakes everywhere. No, I'm going to make sure that I'm going to have longer and lighting, lighter braking at the right time. So brake adjustability. Start figuring out. Where am I letting off the brakes? And is that what that corner radius, does my brake graph for that corner radius, is that appropriate? And now, as my speed starts to come up, because your speed is naturally gonna come up when you start doing these other things, and you can start working on your turn-in point and your turn-in rate. Because as you go quicker, your turn-in point's gotta be earlier, and your turn-in rate as well is gonna have to start being a little bit quicker as well but you can start to take a look at that. 
Then as my speed naturally starts to come up from these things, I start looking at my body position because I'm going to start running more lean angle. If I start running more lean angle, I better make sure I'm using my body not only at the right time, but to help mitigate that lean angle. And a great report card for that for, for myself and my, my writing is, you know, am I able to lighten up my inside arm at turn in? Make sure I'm not so cranked on brake pressure and I'm not riding so tight, you know, that we're getting locked up on the bike. So that's my routine. And again, because I've worked on my routine, I'm doing this in a lap. I'm doing this in a lap. I'm doing this in a lap and a half. But and while that's great, it may t- you may work all day on one of these things at first. Great, because you got to put your reps in. There's, there's no other way to do it. You have to put your reps in. And I'm sorry if it's not sexy, but you want, you want to get great? Well, let's, let's, let's work on getting you good first. And there's times where the nice thing about this is then you can go back through this, right? And this, this literally should be every time that you go out, you should have this routine. This shouldn't be a, oh, I'm going to do this in the morning and forget about it. If I'm going to go work on something specific in, in my own riding, um, I'm going to make sure that all of these are established first. So one of the things I'm personally working on in my own riding right now is, is I'm working on my throttle graph. But I'm not going to work on my throttle graph until all of these other things are complete. Because these are the fundamentals of my riding. This is where I want to be so I can work on my initial throttle graph or my throttle graph. Only, that, only then that's going to happen. So routines. We have routines all in the rest of our life. So go think about that, right? Go back and think about how, you've, how have you built these routines? And again, it's through trial and error. It's through what works and what doesn't. We need this routine so we can get good. And then from there, we can start to get great with everything. Copyright 2019. Ken Hill Coaching, all rights reserved.